Finally, every one of us can have a dream every week and hear from God. No more meaningless pizza dreams. My guest guarantees you're finally going to understand the symbolism. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. How would you like to have one third of your life in direct communication with God that is totally inactive? What am I talking about? When you sleep, you sleep away one third of your life. How would you like to have dreams from God? Now, for me, I've had a few literal dreams in my life that have been just totally changed my world, totally changed the world. It's been wonderful. But most of my other dreams, they're symbolic. Frankly, I don't understand the symbolism. And I'm such a pragmatic type of individual, I just don't pay any attention to them. But as I understand the Bible, dreams can give you warnings. Dreams can give you ideas that would change the world. Uh, dreams can give you wisdom. Uh, dreams can release destiny in your life. It's so important if I could understand the symbolism. If you could understand the symbolism, God is speaking to us. Mark Verkler, were you like me at one time in your life? At one time, I believed dreams were leftover, undigested food from yesterday. I didn't understand them, didn't take them seriously, ignored them completely. Just to, to set, set the stage a little bit, Give me an example from the Bible of a dream in which someone got a warning. Like uh, you talk about Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, he received a warning from God in a dream. Uh, he's, he's, got, he's got arrogance in his heart. He says, I'm the greatest king who's lived forever. He has a dream that night of a tree being chopped off at the roots. And the interpretation, of course, is I'm going to cut you down. All right, this is, this is counsel saying, look, you need to deal with your pride. If you don't deal with your pride, I'm going to cut you down. And Daniel came to Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel said, look, why don't you repent now? Because if you repent, maybe this won't happen because dreams aren't fatalistic. They don't have to happen. And a year later, the Bible says a year later, God cut him down and he took him out to the field to, to live with a beast for seven, for, for seven years. But he had one year to repent from that warning that God gave him, and he refused to repent, and so he suffered the consequence of it. What changed you from having what I call pizza dreams, <laughs> I mean just nonsense dreams, 
to being able to hear directly from heaven wisdom from God while you sleep. What changed you? A man named Herman Riffle. He was teaching in, in Toronto, near Toronto, and I was up in Toronto doing a seminar myself, but I wasn't booked for the evening, so I went to his seminar, and I heard him teach on dream interpretation. said, I need to learn how to hear from God through my dreams. So we invited Herman to our Bible school. We taped him doing a whole series, and he taught us principles for dream interpretation. Now, he had an experience with dreams that changed his whole life. He would have never been able to teach you if he hadn't understood his dream. Well, exactly. He tells about a dream where in the dream, he's walking along the side of a mountain on a very narrow path and his family's behind him. And the path gets narrower and narrower and finally crumbles beneath his feet and him and his family go down to destruction. So he wakes up in the morning, he says, Lord, what is this dream about? And he journals about it. And the Lord says to him, he says, Herman, this private fantasy life that you're engaged in, that you think is so carefully controlled, if you continue on it, it's gonna take you and your family down to destruction. And so he repented and he got off that path and he stayed married to his first wife until he was 93 years of age when, when he died a year or two ago. Now, I have to tell you that if you can understand the symbolism, and we're going to get into that, you can understand the heavenly communication you're receiving. Uh, you had a reoccurring dream. Tell me about that. I did. It reoccurred for about 15 years, and it started when I was a child. Um, when I was a child, about 8 to 10 or so, my grandfather died of instantaneously, and my impression was it was a stroke. It wasn't quite true, but that was my childhood impression. Mm -hmm. I picked up a fear. I was traumatized, and uh, the demon, basically, of fear of stroke entered me, and I didn't know that, but uh, I would wake up in the morning feeling that I had a stroke. I was, my head was paralyzed, my arms were paralyzed, I could barely move, and I would shake the whole thing off and I'd be fine. And I woke up probably five days a week uh, for years that way. And finally, when we got involved in deliverance ministry, I had the elders and my wife pray for me, and as they commanded a demon to come out, that sensation came over me of being paralyzed, my head, my arms, and the demon left me, the demon of fear of stroke left me, and I've never had that dream since then. So what it was, it was a scream of an unhealed heart saying, I'm wounded down here, I'm bleeding, I'm hurting, would you please come and give some prayer focus here? And now, but, but why, why, does this, why does this have to happen at night? Why can't you just find <laughs> this out during the day, Mark? Well, the Bible says dreams are, are dark sayings, all right? And it's, it's my unconscious, my heart, my inner man talking to my conscious part of me and trying to paint pictures and, and get messages on up to the surface so I can wrestle with them. It's things that I'm not ready to face with my cognitive mind necessarily, so my heart is offering them to, him, to me in a picture format saying, you can take off this platter anything you're willing to face right now, anything you're willing to work with. And so it's, it's instead of forcing things onto me, it's offering things to me to deal with. Well, I want to find out how he does this, especially, you see, I've interviewed people that have books and books of symbols, and this is what the symbol means. But Mark says different symbols mean different things to different people, so how can you go on a book? There's got to be a better way. We'll talk about that when we come back. Don't go away. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. One new man. The convergence of Jews and Gentiles. The two becoming one new man in Yeshua. 
When Jews and Christians become one new man in Messiah Jesus, we will experience a move of God such as the world has never seen. Healings, blind eyes opened, diseases removed, miracles, supernatural events, the dead literally raised, multitudes saved, the final and greatest revival before the return of Messiah. If we want to experience God's glory right here now on earth, then we need to knock down the wall of division that separates Jew and Gentile. If you want to experience an explosive outpouring of God's Spirit, God's love, God's power, then log on to www.sidroth.org to learn more about the one new man. One spirit, one faith, one new man. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Mark Verkler. And uh, Mark, you have a way that people can understand. So, uh, people are being healed even as we're speaking. Someone that has a pain in their neck, if you'll move your head, you'll see that the, the pain is gone and your back has just been healed in the Messiah's name, in Yeshua's name. Mm -hmm. uh, now, oh, a hip has just been healed too. Now, Mark, what does the Bible say about dreams? Okay, Psalm 16, 7, the Bible says, God says, I will bless the Lord who has counseled me, for indeed my heart instructs me in the night. So there's, there's a mm. David the psalmist saying, I'm getting instruction from my heart, from God, at night through my dreams. And God does amazing stuff in dreams. Genesis uh, 15 is a Abrahamic covenant. God meets Abraham in a dream, puts him to sleep, and Abraham says, terror came into the dream, which, you know, some people suggest, well, if there's a fear there, it's not God. Well, this, this had fear in it, it was God. And God established a covenant with Abraham in the dream. And it clearly says, God established a covenant. And, and it's the Abrahamic covenant. It's the Old Testament established in a dream. And I said, a dream? Hmm. I said, I thought dreams were leftover pizza. And God says, no, I speak through the dream. He says it in both Old and New Testament. And in, in, in Acts 2, 17, he says, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit. Young men will see visions, old men will dream dreams. He clearly says, I speak through the dream in both Old and New Testament. Now, when people sit through your teaching, mm -hmm. you make certain guarantees, if you will. What are they? <laughs> I will guarantee that if you will do just several very simple things, you will have dreams every single week of your life that you can recall. And you can begin to work with those dreams, ask God what is the symbolism in those dreams. He will show you the message and you can receive divine counsel from God through those dreams. Okay, I want you to teach me now. <laughs> I want him to teach you too. Okay. Give me some simple steps. Okay. Really simple steps. First step is you need to say to yourself, say, I believe God speaks through the dream. I believe in dreams. I believe they're important because those are signals to your heart saying, look, if you wake me up, I'll, I'll pay attention. And your heart needs to hear you say that. And another thing, another way you can signal your heart is you can put paper and pencil next to your bed and say, look, you give me a dream, I'll write it down when, when you wake me up. And your heart says, okay, I'll wake you up. Because if your heart needs to wake you up within five minutes of the dream ending or you won't recall it. So all these first three things you've just done signal your heart saying, wake me up. So now it's going to wake you up. You've got dreams. You, are you Mark, you really mean that if I get so serious that I put a pencil and paper by my nightstand, yeah. that's really telling God 
and telling myself yes. that I'm expect that's faith. It's faith, and, and God rewards faith. You know that. Everyone knows that, right? According to your faith, be done to you. So if I say, my faith is dreams are pizza, my heart says, fine, sleep to the whole thing, you won't get my counsel. Hmm. If my faith is, hey, God speaks to the dream, my heart says, okay, you honor me. I'm going to wake you up and give you the revelation I've been trying to offer you. Okay, so, so uh, you have the pad, you go to sleep, you have proclaimed that you believe that the Bible's true, that God speaks to us in the night seasons like he spoke to David, and you have the dream, you write it down, then what? Okay, so I've got, it's, it's mostly symbolic. In the dream, in the, in the Bible. Most, That's been my problem. I know. And, and, it's, and like you said, instead of going to a dream dictionary book, the, the symbols come out of my heart because my heart's writing the script. And, and, and my heart has pictures. That it's it's, it's going to communicate to me through pictures. So is yours. So, so when Joseph dreams, he, his dreams pick up symbols that surround him. He's a shepherd boy. He lives in the open field. So his symbols are sheaves bowing down, sun, moon, and stars bowing down. These are symbols that surround him. When Nebuchadnezzar dreams, he dreams of a statue of gold. And, well, Nebuchadnezzar had made a statue of gold and told people to, to bow down and worship it. So that's the symbols that surround him. So your heart picks individual symbols that mean something to you. So you ask the question, okay, what's that symbol mean to me? And then once you, then you tune to flow. And well, tell, tell me up. some other questions that uh, would be good for me to ask from this dream okay. I've just had. All right. I would ask, what's the key action of the dream? And what's the key emotion of the dream? All right, if the key action is I'm falling, then I would say, okay, where in my life do I feel like I'm falling as of yesterday, you know? I say, I know my faith got shattered. I believe God was going to do something. He didn't do it. I feel like I've lost my footing. So, okay, so the dream is talking about the shattered faith. All right, so the key action, I look for that key action of the dream and where am I experiencing that key action in my own life? That, that, that is such a key element. I mean, to me, uh, it, 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 this opened up yeah. for me, my dream. That's, that's the effect it had on me. Exactly. And then the other question is the key emotion. What's the key emotion you have? And if the key emotion is, I'm feeling really frustrated, then I'd ask, where in my life am I feeling really frustrated right now? And I said, oh, yes. And, and when I ask the question, I tune to flow. I don't wrinkle my brow and think. Now, what do you mean you tune to flow? Tune to flow. The Bible said, out of my innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. So when my heart wants to talk, it talks through flowing thoughts. So I tune to flowing thoughts, not analytical thoughts. I don't scratch my head and say, think it up. I put a smile on my face, lean back and say, hmm, what's that mean to me? I tune to flow and it pops into my attention. Do you write it down when you turn to flow? Yeah, once I tune to flow and the ideas begin to come, I begin to write because if I start writing, I'm writing in faith and the flow will continue and it just, I can get a paragraph of interpretation. Oh, okay, uh, uh, for a man, that was like me, that your dreams were pizza dreams. Right. They just, you couldn't figure them out, so you didn't even bother. You're so pragmatic. Right. Oh, oh, let me put you on the spot. Give me an example of someone that did what you have just taught and their dream and what happened. All right, so here's a, a young lady, Suzanne. She's just been through the dreams material, and, uh, and she's in nursing school training to be a nurse. And uh, God gives her a dream at night uh, saying no. I mean, all, the, all of her classmates are in nursing uniforms and she's in a dance leotard. Well, she misses the message of that dream, which was you're supposed to be a dancer. So mm. God gives her a second dream a month later and he lowers a dance banner down from heaven. She climbs all the way up it. She gets in his presence. He pours gold down from her head all the way down over her body and says, now you're prepared and ready. 
and she still didn't get the message, so he gives her a third dream. He says, go to your journal, and in the journal, Dance Academy, start a dance academy. She started one. That's about eight or 10 years of age now, and now she had, last week, 200 student, graduating students in her dance recital, and 1,000 people came to watch that dance recital. So it opened up a whole new avenue of life for her. She was on the wrong track. God got her on the right track, and he's blessed and prospered her through her dreams. Imagine how her life would have been changed if she had not had that dream, understood it, and then did it. That's what's about ready to happen to you. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Did you know that one third of your life is spent sleeping? The Bible declares that God counsels us every night through our dreams. We'll be back with more of It's Supernatural in just one moment. Now you can receive divine revelation, inspiration, creative solutions to your problems, clear messages directly from God in your dreams. Call now and get Mark Verkler's Supernatural course, Hear God Through Your Dreams, on three audio CDs and workbook. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9112. This will teach you how to hear God's voice through your dreams and how to receive His counsel into your life. Through this one-of-a-kind course, you will examine every dream contained in the Bible, learn how to hear from God in your night visions, learn the language of symbolism, and grasp the meanings of God's messages contained in your dreams. Receive God's counsel for every area of your life, your physical, spiritual, and emotional health, relationships, career decisions. Obtain creative ideas, inventions, and ways to prosper. My guarantee is this, that if you will do what we ask you to do, You'll receive dreams every single week of your life, and I guarantee it will work for you. Don't miss out on getting Mark Verkler's Supernatural Course, Hear God Through Your Dreams, on three audio CDs and workbook. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9112. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9112 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. I am so excited about this key to understanding dreams that Mark Verkler has and someone else that, uh, that did what you've just taught on the air. Mm -hmm. and give me an example. All right, Cheryl McKay. She's a, a screenwriter, and she wrote the script for The Ultimate Gift, a Hollywood movie that's played in the theater. No, I've seen it. You've seen it, all right. And um, when she got in, introduced to dreams, uh, she had 70 dreams, a whole series of 70 dreams where God gave her wisdom, counsel, direction, even the characters for some of the books she has written has come out of this. And, uh, and one, of, one of the dreams she received was for a friend of hers, showing that God was showing that she was thinking of committing suicide. And uh, so she went to her friend, ministered to her, and when her friend realized God cared enough for her to, to give a dream and give revelation to her friend and give it to her, she decided not to commit suicide and life was actually worth living. So it, it radically change, changes people's lives. 
Mark, I love it when people get inventions and in dreams. For instance, we're in a time in our economy where it's, it's really going south, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it has to happen for God's people. I mean, we can have dreams from God that will show us how to make more money in a bad economy than you could make in a good economy. There are dreams that have changed nations because of inventions, like the sewing machine. The gentleman who invented and patented the first sewing machine, he was trying to figure out how to thread the thread into the needle, couldn't figure it out. He went to sleep, had a dream at night, and there were some Indians shooting an arrow through some cloth. It snagged some thread and pulled the thread back through the cloth, and he realized, he woke up, went straight to his laboratory, and perfected the sewing machine, which was then used to sew the uniforms for one million men who were in, in the military in the war at that point in time. So yes, affecting history through receiving revelation from a god in a dream, which you then act upon. Tell me about this sculptor, this famous sculptor, Eric Rose. Eric Rose, he, uh, he was, he'd been an artist in, high, in college, but he got turned off because of perfectionism. So he was doing a left brain lineal job, didn't enjoy it. And when he heard from God through dreams, God called him back into doing artwork, but he said, let's add something to it. Let's make it, let's do sculpturing, which he'd never done. And so God led him into creating sculptures that were six feet tall, made of bronze, which he sold for thousands of dollars. So again, divine creativity and being called back into your ministry rather than doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Well, you know, I believe that we are so wonderfully made by God that we have gifting within us and many people never achieve a satisfaction, a fulfillment in life because they never accomplish what God has programmed inside of them. And what a wonderful way for God to communicate to us when we're, when we're asleep. What about people that are physically sick? We had a, I had a lady, a secretary, and she had a dream. <clears throat> she walked into her house in the dream. She smelled smoke. She looked for the fire finally found the fire down in the kitchen uh, and, uh, and she uh, awoke and um, so the interpretation of the dream showed up about two months later when she went to uh, the doctor. He said, you have a fire in your intestines, inflammation in your intestines. It's caused by stress. He gave her some, he said, you have to de-stress and here's some medication. It went away. Well, the dream came back a year later. Hmm. Same dream, fire in her house, in the kitchen. The kitchen, of course, the symbolism is, this is where you eat, this is your digestive system. So the part of the house, the house is where I live. Uh, kitchen is where I'm gonna eat, that's my digestive system. In the lower cupboards, that's lower intestines. It was pinpointing where the infirmity was. And when it came back a year later, she knew, look, de-stress, or else I'm going back to the doctor for more medication. So dreams can even keep you healthy and tell you about the health concerns that your body is facing. Uh, there's another type of health, a, a good mental well-being, good spiritual well-being, and you had a dream about people as opposed to accomplishing something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we were, for two weeks of solid videotaping, six, uh, 10 hours a day, six days a week, and we taped 100 sessions. I was totally consumed with the taping, and I had three dreams. And uh, in, in the first dream, um, somebody comes and asks me for prayer, and instead of praying for him, I brush him off. And I wake up and say, man, terrible. And the Lord said to me, when I journaled about it, I said, Lord, what do you want to say? He said, Mark, 
you know, you're involved in this big technical thing, but you're not taking care of the people who are actually doing the taping. You're ignoring their needs. He said, teach them how to hear God's voice. Teach them how to interpret dreams. So every morning in morning devotions, we, sh we journal together. Every day at lunchtime, we share our dreams from the previous night and we interpret the dreams together as a group. So God was saying, Mark, keep put people first before projects. Stay balanced, don't get imbalanced. So my dreams, your dreams, keep us balanced as we walk through life. I believe that you could pray for us right now and release this gift that God has within us mm -hmm. to be able to hear so clearly from God that when we dream, could you pray that over everyone right yes, now? Yes, I would love to, I would love to. I would just like you to speak this with me and just say, say to your heart, I believe dreams are important. I believe that dreams are important. I believe they're a way that God speaks to me. I believe they are a way that God speaks to me. I honor my dreams. I honor my dreams. All right, and let me just pray for you. Father, I release an impartation of faith into every listener's heart. Faith for dreams and dream interpretation just come alive within their hearts. Faith just spring up in the name of Jesus. Faith come alive in Jesus' name. So Lord, minister divine counsel to your people through dreams in Jesus' name, amen. And God has a dream. Some of you have been hurt. Some of you have been turned off by religion, but never get turned off on the one that loves you no matter what you ever do. Now that'll separate you from his love but he is pure love. God is pure love. You have not experienced love until you experience the love of God. And I want you to state with your mouth in your own words that you are a sinner and ask God to forgive you of all the sins that you've committed and give you the power to overcome them in the future and then say, Jesus, become real to me. Jesus, I make, you don't have to follow my words. Jesus, become real to me. Jesus, live inside of me. Oh, there's got to be something more to life than work, sleep, eat, and that's the way it goes. And there is more. There is heaven on earth. And then when you leave your earth suit, there's heaven for eternity. Being in the love of God, there's no better place for you now and then. Pray this prayer right now in your own words. Get real, get real. One third of your life is spent sleeping. The Bible declares that God counsels us every night through our dreams. We'll be back with more of It's Supernatural in just one moment. Now you can receive divine revelation, inspiration, creative solutions to your problems, clear messages directly from God in your dreams. Call now and get Mark Verkler's Supernatural course, Hear God Through Your Dreams, on three audio CDs and workbook. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9112. This will teach you how to hear God's voice through your dreams and how to receive His counsel into your life. 
Through this one-of-a-kind course, you will examine every dream contained in the Bible, learn how to hear from God in your night visions, learn the language of symbolism, and grasp the meanings of God's messages contained in your dreams. Receive God's counsel for every area of your life, your physical, spiritual, and emotional health, relationships, career decisions. Obtain creative ideas, inventions, and ways to prosper. My guarantee is this, that if you will do what we ask you to do, You'll receive dreams every single week of your life, and I guarantee it will work for you. Don't miss out on getting Mark Verkler's Supernatural Course. Hear God through your dreams on three audio CDs and workbook. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9112. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 9112 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest was a practicing homosexual. Not only was he set free, but today he's married and has nine children. Watch the miraculous explode in your home when this man worships. He knows nothing is impossible for God.